All right. Well, hello, hello, and hello, and welcome to the Sacred Pathway to Liberated Black Womanhood podcast. And it is I, Allison Rozell, and I am here today to talk to you about, let's see, liberation. So (laughs) I have a beautiful, beautiful guest with me today by the name of Regina M. Sewell. Hey, Regina, girl. Miss Allison, how you doing? I'm wonderful, and I'm very excited about our conversation today because you and I, it's so funny, we're always so kind of aligned with our messages, even if we, you know, kind of tweak our messages a little bit, we still kind of stay aligned with each other, and I think that's the part about our relationship that I love. I do too. Thank you. Yes, Glad ma'am. to be in alignment with you. Yay! So today we are going to talk about <laughs> owning our own healing journey. So it's owning your mm-hmm. own healing journey. And I can't think of a better person to talk about this subject than Regina. So Regina, if you would, could you please tell um, the people who are listening to you for the first time a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your background and all that good stuff? Sure. Absolutely. So I'm Regina Sewell, um, originally from Cincinnati, Ohio, Midwest born and raised, home of the funk. Uh, soul um, from the land of funk. I like to say that because it, it really is a large part of, okay, what, who I am and just how I feel and how I experience joy. Um, I am a mental health counselor uh, in the state of Georgia now and a certified professional life coach as well. Um, I've also done some healing and some um, psychic development training. Um, about three and a half years uh, with a psychologist and teacher in California when I lived there. So a lot of my work now is, yes, I still do mental health counseling as a therapist during the day, um, but my work um, with private clients is more integrative, more uh, holistic and healing oriented. Um, I I tend to attract, I think, uh, people who are on this very creative, free, or freeing themselves uh, journey, um, other therapists, other caretakers, healers, helpers, health professionals uh, who are doing this work also, and also their need to have a safe space for themselves uh, to heal or as a refuge. Um, or who also just want to go deeper in their practice. Uh, And so those are some of the individuals that I've worked with uh, in the past and present. And I'm very much interested, like you were starting off and saying, Allison, about women, particularly, particularly Black women, us owning our lives and authoring every aspect of it, owning every bit of it, taking full responsibility and accountability for everything and enjoying it in the process. Yeah. And I say enjoying it is 
sometimes you might have to be distant from that experience to say, okay, that was still something worthy of me going through. And I'm glad I went through it to see it that way. Because sometimes in the moment we don't. Um, and so I really am about kicking that into full gear, especially with people in, in teaching lessons from my own journey. So I share a lot online and in my YouTube lives about my own life experience, um, what that's been like. And I find that to be very therapeutic in and of itself um, because that's really what was therapeutic for me when I was going through, was to read or to hear about somebody else's journey and to know and to see them go through it and what they did, how they did. So it's just paying it forward even more. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. It's, it's something about, yeah. it's something about writing. It's something about, you know, talking and telling your story and having that vulnerability to be able to open up and share because it's scary as hell to do right. it in theory. Yes. But once yes. you start, it's like, wow, oh my God, I feel free. I feel unburdened. And then when someone comes to you and says, oh my gosh, I had the same experience. Thank you for sharing that. Just makes it all the more rewarding, right. don't you think? It gives, yeah, it, it makes it rewarding. And it gives us full permission to be ourselves. Like you, you sometimes needing that kind of external um, story or validation, if you will, to say, you know what, you have a story that's just as valid and just as important um, that needs to be shared and told. And the way you do it and the way you express it is just as important. Absolutely. Absolutely. I could not agree with that statement more. So what we're going to do, because what I love about the work that you do, um, Regina, is the fact that you talk a lot about the journey. And what I try to, um, to when I speak to clients, when I speak to on my, you know, whether it's YouTube, Facebook, you know, the podcast or whatever, I talk about the journey because I, I, I want women to understand that the, the healing process is just that. It's a process and it's a journey. So I, I want you to kind of go into detail about the power and importance of owning your own journey, your healing journey. Absolutely. That's the truth. That's no truer words have been said in owning that whole process. For me, um, it, it's, it's definitely still is a journey, but it has been a journey um, to just get to this point where I can sit here and talk about it and feel okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Hey, and I'm with you. Like, I'm waving you in the congregation, yes. girl. Yes. <laughs> so you feel me. Yeah. So it it's it has been, and in my particular situation, the importance of that journey. Um, like I said before, I'm realizing it now because I'm distanced from the particular events that have happened to me. That I see, like, okay, there was a bigger picture. There's something bigger going on. But but having to go through that in order to get to this point 
So uh, for me, um, it's, it was a series of tragedies uh, that I feel like were tragedies that happened in and around my life and critical points in my life and the life of my and lives of my family members. Um, my father died at 57 um, while I was on spring break from undergrad. So right before I was about to graduate from undergrad, you know, this, this big thing that he and my mom wanted so much for me and to see me do that, you know, he wasn't present in physical form to see me do, but I know it was there, right? And so um, going through, you know, some depressive time with that and because I was a daddy's girl, he was my rock. He was the rock for a lot of people in our family. And so just sitting with that for about three to four years, like, what do I do with myself? You know, like just kind of feeling confused, but sitting with that, still working, still doing for family, but, but still feeling like confused, lost in the wilderness, not sure where, what. I had goals, I had dreams, but, you know, just kind of doing this, kind of just taking myself on the adventure, on the journey of what I was feeling, what I was feeling moved to do. And then a few years later, um, my sister passes away while having her second child. And that kind of rocked me because it was totally unexpected and that she um, had not, you know, informed the family that she had had a pregnancy because um, I think she didn't want us to worry. Um, and so that also, now we've got these two children, you know, and her, her husband and this family and then the different family dynamics, managing, dealing with that because I, I didn't have to when she was here. You know, she was the one kind of managing between the families. And so then feeling like, well, okay, I got to step up. I got to help out. I got to do this. And, and I did. Um, but I was encouraged by my brother-in-law to go forward with my goal of going on to graduate school at the time, UCLA, um, even though I felt like I need to be here. I need to be here helping you take care of the baby, this and that. And he said, no, your, your sister knew what you were going to do and you, you need to go do it. And he was right. Mm. So going through that transition while I'm in school, still feeling what I'm feeling and still managing family, still reaching out to family, still feeling some kind of in-between, still feeling like, okay, I'm taking the leap, going to graduate school, doing something that I, I kind of wanted to do in music and, and, and research, expanding myself. Um, and then several years later, returning home, you know, getting closer to family, and um, in 2011, my mom uh, passes away um, by suicide, dies by suicide. And that, at that point in my life, I was able, because of the work I had been doing up until that point, I would say probably about 2008, 2009 was when I started taking my own spiritual journey, mm -hmm. um, basically liberating myself through you know, reading more texts, exploring, you know, my spirituality, um, going beyond just what I was taught and you know, what the, was raised, what I was raised within the family. Not that it was bad. It was just me expanding and me growing and giving myself permission to go there. Because before I'm like, oh, you know, you don't, 
you don't open up terrible you don't you don't look at uh oracles you don't look at this stuff because that's bad that's the stuff that's going to do it <laughs> yeah don't do it right and feeling completely at myself and centered and feeling also more so feeling and knowing that my mom knew that I was doing it before she left this earth mm. that she was told she was my first Reiki student Aww. that I, I did my uh, first Reiki session with was her so she was totally in alignment with it being for me and that gave me complete solace that I was honest and I was I gave myself permission enough up front before she left to say, here's who I am. Here's what I'm doing. Um, it's, it's coming out now more and I'm just excited. I said, okay, that's good. That's okay. This is good for you to do. And so for me, that family piece has always been my rock. Um, I'm going to go into a little bit about, um, what a good friend of ours, Angela Simmons, talks about uh, uh, North Node astrology. And so in, in my former years, in my youth with family, this, this, this Gemini energy of just being available, uh, family, um, knowing a lot about, knowing a little about a lot of things, um, that energy was what I was coming from into now North Node, which is Sagittarius. And Sagittarius is, is this the wanderer, the philosopher, um, the teacher, the one that goes on the great adventure. And once I really kind of started my own spiritual journey, and like I said, once getting to the place when my mom passed, I was at a place in my spiritual journey where I could see that where those times when I thought I was confused and off the path, I wasn't. Right. I was right on schedule. Yes. I was exploring. I was going on the journey. I was allowing for this. I, I wasn't messing up anything. Not one thing. I was managing what I knew best. Could, it, could I have made different decisions? Of course, we all could have, in hindsight, looking back. But you make the decisions you make with the information and, and tools you have available to you in those times when you make the decision so looking at it from that perspective at this stage of my life was like you i took myself on this sagittarian journey or I, I allowed myself to be led i allowed myself to go mm -hmm. and that's where i am i'm still on it but i see now that you know all of the um spiritual work i've been doing all of the healing work all of the counseling work this is a part of it, all the work in creativity and my studies at UCLA, this is a part of it. This was, it, it was, it may not have been what I consciously thought I would be doing or how I would do it, but it's, it is it. Mm -hmm. It is it. And when I got that, just embracing that, that you gave yourself permission to go on your own journey, on your own adventure, and you took full responsibility and accountability for every aspect of it. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Because that's that's <laughs> just it. It's when you yeah. finally get to a place where you are like, you know what? I'm not waiting on someone else to give me permission to live my life. I'm not waiting on anybody to tell me that 
I can be or do anything that I want to do with my life. Um, because so many times right. as, as black women, we are left to kind of feel that, you know, we don't matter or we're not heard, you know, we're the last ones picked and, or we're, you know, whatever societal, uh, crap that we're fed, but it is so empowering when you finally just say yes to yourself and yes to your own personal sacred journey. That in itself is so powerful. So powerful. It it, it is powerful. It really is. I'm I'm glad you just emphasized that because I wanted to go back to a point that I I think it's so important, especially when when people when our people are coming to us for services, um, that sometimes even in therapy, this can sometimes be the case that people sometimes think that I'm coming to the therapist because they're going to tell me I feel good, they're going to show me you know that I'm okay and that it's going to be better you know because I'm I'm doing this process of going to see someone and talking to them about it. And it's good because they're going to tell me some things that I need to hear. They're going to be good. And yes, that's true. We do tell people things that are good for them, that are encouraging. And, <laughs> and we also show them patterns that have shown up in their life yeah. that this is where you are um, out of some patterns. And it's not about right or wrong. It's just, can you embrace who you are? So going back to my own journey was like feeling like bad about wanting to even go on this adventure or feeling like, oh man, it, it's, it's not right. Like I should be working this job for 20 to 25 years and making the, the money and the retirement and the benefits and the travel and all the black travel club, you know, all the stuff we get yeah. told when you get finished with, with school that that's where you, that's what you should be doing. That's the thing. That's how you live. And really not wanting any of that. I mean, I want to be able to sustain myself that I truly wanted to go and live. Like, okay, let me try this. This Okay, then maybe once I'm bored with that, go try something else. And that wasn't the pattern that, you know, showed up in my own family. You know, people stayed at jobs and nothing wrong with it. It just wasn't me. And so being able to, when I say sit with that stuff and really accept, that that's who you are and take responsibility for that, whatever comes with that, the feelings, the thoughts, the financial responsibilities, that it doesn't always, it's not always a bad thing because it doesn't look like somebody else's journey or does it look like this because here, here I am at 33, 35, 43, 46, whatever age, mm-hmm. and we get told these kind of moral platitudes of how your life should look at that number. Yes. And it's not true. It's, it's not true for everybody. It's not. And thank you so much for bringing that up about comparison because, you know, um, I was, I was kind of laughing because um, I was looking at your website and looking at your mm-hmm. um, extensive background and, you know, I always joke and tell people, I'm like, in this spiritual thing, I'm a baby. But, you know, all the ladies that I run with, 
they got me because I love to like sit with them and talk to them and learn from them. Now I know the old me wouldn't have taken it that way. I would have been so busy trying to compare myself to, you know, one of you or say, well, why am I not where she is, you know, or everything else. And I would have been running myself crazy. And so when I finally was like, you know what, this is my journey. This is my life. And I, I have to live it the way that I was created to live it. And it's okay that I am where I am and that they are where they are because that's what community is all about. We're supposed to each one teach us. So it's, it's not about everybody, you know, competing in that way. I mean, healthy competition is, is, is just like, it's healthy. But my sister is not my competition. She's my compliment. We compliment one another. That's it. Ooh, love that. My sister is not my competition. She is my compliment. Okay. (laughs) See, that's what inspires me about you, Allison. It's like, I I really do. We can learn something from every generation. You know, like I learned something even from my young clients to the, the older ones. It, it, it does, there's always something we can glean from somebody's experience that if, if we're still here breathing above ground, we're still learning, we're still growing, we're still evolving. And no matter if you six to 66, you, you know, whatever, you, you, it doesn't matter what they, you're, we're still available to, to learn, available to grow, available to evolve. So I, I, I appreciate that so much about you and that, you, you're present, you show up, you inspire me to continue to show up and be present. And, and when you were talking about the comparison, like I, I've said this before, I've been doing this, I started off as a blog in 2010 mm-hmm. and then, you know, grew it into my own um, website, um, started offering, you know, coaching, started doing like Periscope, then Facebook Live came on board and then, you know, on, on and on and on. Um, and I don't feel like I picked up like a lot of traction, like some of the people that I came on board with, even, you know, some of them have chosen to take on like the big major court coaching programs or um, to, just to do these big healing um, uh, what it, like conferences and things like that. And that's great. But, um, and I, I applaud them for that. I just know that when it came to me, it's like, you know, you got to do what feels in, in alignment with your truth and your spirit. Not that the stuff you're doing doesn't. It's just in those moments, maybe I will evolve and, and grow into that. Yeah. Um, but however, I've had to accept where I am and that I've made a significant impact and influence up until and through this point. Yeah. On myself my, I can see my own growth and then with those who are still in my corner who are still on my page who are still you know saying things to me like I appreciate you so much because I was able to finish my dissertation uh, from you know reading your your daily inspirations yeah. and 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 when somebody said that you know, like, wow you just never know who's watching you everybody's not always liking and hitting the heart on on your stuff but they're watching they're looking. They really are. And that's what really matters. Absolutely. 
So when I was looking on mm-hmm. your website, I found a quote from you that I love. You said, I became the medicine for my own wounds and became the one I was looking for. That is so owning the journey. That is so beautiful. I was like, look at her with that beautiful quote that she has. She needs to have that everywhere. Because I love that. Because it embodies the work that you do and the work that I do to let women know that you have everything you need in you right now it's just a matter of you embodying it that's right yes that is so real allison it's like and that's real that 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 quote thank you for saying that they put that in a few more places (laughs) you know like i'm being completely honest like i i'm I am not the, like the uh, the big marketer expert, you know, like um, some people, even though they do the work like we do, they're really good at marketing and, mm-hmm. and promoting and stuff like that. I, you know, I, I know where my expertise is and that's not it. So thank you for, you know, being in community with me and saying, okay, so that may be something I, I, I should put on some other pages. But that is truly, like you said, owning that aspect, I had to become, I had to realize that I was the bomb in Gilead. I'm the medicine for my own wounds, for my yeah. own healing. I'm, I'm the one that has to go up for this healing. No matter what I may think or feel someone has done to me or something or some or societal, environmental things, I have to go through this. I have to heal through this. I have to take responsibility. Yes, you know, we're in this crazy situation in our environment now that there are some systemic things that are going on around us that we didn't cause that we didn't do yeah even in that who am i going to be who am i going to be in that what what healing am i bringing am i gonna what am i going to do to show up yes um what what can i do in my sphere of influence to activate some change and to affect some growth uh, with just those who you know come to my page or whatever, what what can I shine the light on that maybe people don't know something about? What can I talk about? Yeah. So um, there's a space and place for all of us to to jump into this healing into the space. But the the main part of it is you accepting and and embracing your own, your own healing and doing your own work. Yeah. Um, and, and like you said before, it's hard. It's difficult because something coming face to face with ourselves and our own stuff and our own shadows and our own, you know, icky, murky stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we can put up a wall, we can put up a defense. Yeah. And, and blame everything else and everybody and situations. But it's okay, I heard that, but what are you going to do now? Right. What are you going to do now? The cards can yeah. say this, this, and this, but when, when you walk away, the cards don't do. People do. Thank you. One, my teacher said, James Wong, cards don't hey, do. that one more time. People do. <laughs> <laughs> cards don't do. People do. That's okay? right. So it, it, it's not a card reader in the world that's going to do something for you. You got to do the work. You got to do something. You got to shift. You got to take what you received and say okay how can i integrate this what what needs to be integrated what changes what actions can i take for this absolutely 
Absolutely, absolutely. Because um, just going back to with owning your, your journey, there's a couple of things. The beautiful thing is to know that you don't have to, to take the journey by yourself. You know, there is this, this thing in the black community within black women of we have to be strong. So that means we take on all this responsibility and everything all by ourselves and asking for help is a sign of weakness. And we have really need to just like bust through that and get rid of that energy because we've got to be a community and be collective in order to build each other up. Right. Yes, absolutely. And, and not, I think too, I don't know if it's society, culture, family combination, that there have been some paradigms that have been in place that have set us, you know, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, uh, yeah. mentality, uh, you know, life must go on in business as usual, um, whether it's some time of grief or, you know, just, just really kind of knocking that stuff down to say, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, that, that, that's not true for me and that's not true for my community. Yes. Like, if, how do you pull yourself up by bootstraps that you don't have? Thank right? you. So, you know, how then do you affect some change differently than just telling people to pull themselves up by their bootstraps? Right. Yes, it is up to us to do our own work. But like you said, Allison, it is, it's collective. There, there's a community of people. I found community um, with, uh, like yourself, with others like us mm -hmm. who who hold themselves in the gap for you, who are there, who I can reach out to, who I can talk to, who give me suggestions like you just did tonight. That <laughs> there, there, there are people out there. You, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just like we have to open up our mouths and our hearts to receive. Yes. And our hearts to receive it. Yes. And humble ourselves to know that, no, we don't do this alone. We don't do this alone. Mm -mm, we absolutely don't. And that's the beautiful part about our work is we are those light workers to help them go into those dark places right. guided and not alone. And um, mm -hmm. it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing to be able to be that guide for others and then in turn have someone be that guide for you so it's it's it is that collective yeah. and that community um that makes this this whole sacred pathway to liberated black womanhood so important and beautiful and for me personally my journey is has been so incredibly beautiful because <clears throat> excuse me every step i've met beautiful, intelligent, spiritual women, black women who are so, and I won't say strong as far as strong um, and not asking for help, <laughs> but I mean strong in their conviction and gifts. And it's women like you, uh, women like me, women like Mignon, who just really inspire me yes. just day by day. 
and I need that. We feed off of each other and that's what makes it just beautiful. Delicious. Yes. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> and I, I too, it, it, it is, and it's, you know, I smile, I laugh because, you know, we, you can laugh now, you know, in those moments when you're going through, it's like, oh, when will this end? But at the same, now it's like you get a, a greater sense of awareness that I can smile even going through the stuff. I can own the stuff and own the wound and still heal and still smile and still engage in life differently. Um, and that's the piece of it too that I really advocate for women to own too. It's just, it, it doesn't have to be any prescribed way that someone may have given you, although well-intentioned. Right. It's truly you owning every aspect of you. And when I say enjoying, I, I talk a lot about joy um, and the experience of joy uh, being the journey of you and that it is what you do in it that makes a difference and makes a difference in how you show up um, and, and how you feel, how you allow yourself to embrace those moments. And in time, we, we all learn from what we've done before. And the more awareness and the more mindful we are in, in these times of stress and challenge, um, that's when we put our energy to work the most. Mm -hmm. right is when we are aware and it's like I'm feeling it I'm feeling it I'm really yeah. feeling it okay so yeah. now what right go back to old patterns of behavior old things that I used to do that were unproductive not conducive to my health to my growth to my wealth or do I I do something different now that I have control over, that I can affect some positive and conducive change um, moving forward um, because I have the power to do that and can I smile and enjoy life in the process? Because I truly believe we deserve that. We've, we, it's in our DNA as black people to be enjoyed because that there's, there can be no other way to thrive, but to also to have joy, to experience pleasure here um, and to understand it exists in us now we bring it forward. We don't wait on it to show up. It comes from us and particularly black women. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Well, Regina, I just want to talk about one more thing. Um, your current offerings. What do you what are your offerings that you have um, for someone who maybe says, you know what, I think I might want to work with her? Okay. Well, I appreciate you spending the time to talk about them. Um, I have, so I do a lot of uh, holistic healing um, work through um, what's called the Voyager Tarot. Um, it's a tarot-based um, card oracle system. Um, definitely has more black psychological and spiritual uh, grounding. It's creative, it's fun, it's multidimensional, it's multicultural. Um, it's very intuitive, um, so it's in complete alignment with who I am as a being. And so I work with individuals. I do, um, right now, I'm currently doing email readings. Um, so I do a write-up for um, a person if they have a specific question, concern, 
uh, and do the poll, send you the pictures of the cards, and then do the write-up. Um, I still currently have on my website the, the sessions, um, and so those email sessions, I believe now are 57, and then the um, sessions by Skype or by Zoom are 150. Um, there's, an there's a possibility those may go away and it may just be email readings. So if people are looking to do um, more one-on-one -on -one Zoom session um, with me for 60 to 90 minutes um, to get in on that now, and I'll give your viewers and listeners of the podcast as 10% off um, if they mention that they heard about me through you. Um, and I have coaching programs, three months, um, and I believe six months. Um, but to just get in contact with me about those, um, because those, there needs to be a good fit um, to work with someone and to work with me uh, for three to six months. And so that would just be some consultation up front. Um, <laughs> right, you know, because it's got to work for both of us. Oh, yeah. Um, and for, for the future, too, um, I am a Reiki master, as you are also, Allison. So I offer Reiki healing sessions now um, at a distance. Um, and those can be done um, from anywhere at any time. And um, yeah, so that's, those, that's what I offer. Those are uh, 120. They're not listed on the website right now, but they will be. Um, if anybody has questions about that, just please uh, reach out to me, um, Regina at reginamsewell.com, or you can visit the website and um, send me a, 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 you can go to my contact form on the website. Nice. Awesome. And all of Regina's um, contact information, her bio, and everything that you need and want to know about this beautiful goddess is going to be in the show notes. So, Regina, it is always a pleasure when we talk, and I have enjoyed this conversation so very much, as I knew that I would. <laughs> Thank you, Alice. Like I said, I'm inspired and so impressed with just how you show up and your consistency. And I just enjoy talking to you as well. So thank you for all that you're doing and for the light you're, you're bringing into the world. Thank you, sis. Thank you. And you're welcome. So again, if you want to contact Regina, all of her social media, her website, her email, everything's going to be in the show notes. So that way you can reach out to her. Um, and she is the bomb. So, and I trust her. So I already know she give you a reading. She going to do it right. And she going to be on point with it because she's just that bad. Of course, I run with the best of the best. Okay. So this has been the Sacred Pathway. They can visit my Facebook page if they want to see reviews. Sometimes people want to read reviews. I do have some reviews on my Facebook page that they can, okay. can view. And then there's also a video uh, review there as well. Nice. Okay. Good to know. Well, this has been the Sacred Pathway to Liberated Black Womanhood podcast with me, Allison Rizel. Thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate you. Send uh, this to a friend and let them listen to it. Also, subscribe, like, comment, 
leave a review, all that. Because I want to know if you're enjoying the content that I'm putting out for you, okay? Thank you so much for joining. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Until next time. Bye. Bye.